Okay, we're gone. We are going. Happy Valentine's Day. Thank you. <laughs> Today's episode brought to you by Big Blue Seasoning. You ready? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you were making a face. So what do you know about uh, 14 delicious words for anyone that loves their food? 14 delicious words. Um... What would, what would be your delicious word? Because you ain't ready for these words. Peachy. Peachy? <laughs> yeah, peachy would be my word. What do you mean? A word that that sounds good? <laughs> or do they mean like words that have to do with like food? Like, well, the pleasure of eating or... Um, I'm really confused. But like, so delicious words? Yeah. So like, like... Like if they were talking about a steak, like sizzling would be a word or... Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So it's like 14 words like that? Well, you know how like popular now is like gas gastronomic or, what? you know, where the people try to be fancy describing food or drink or dessert, like it's velvety smooth and rich or, you know, a hearty wow. steak, something like that. But those are current words. So, okay. Um, this article is... Like talking about words from long ago. Oh. So if we were in a in a cult, ways we would describe food, maybe. What? <laughs> if we were in what? Like King's Court, something like that. His, historically. Speaking. Why we would be? Not eating, court like we're food in trouble. In court. Not like we're in trouble court, but like you know a king's court. Oh, just around the table. Yeah. Talking to the big guy. To, to the big guy. <laughs> we would, Using our table manners. Put your hand in your lap. We would we would say Elbows some foods. We would say foods good by saying these words. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, like what? Give me give me one of them. Okay. So this article says it's easy to think when it comes to uh, words related to food, English takes second place behind French. Uh, example: bechamel, mirepoix, bouquet garni. Those are uh, all French words? Yeah. Cooking methods, au gratin, chiffonade, fricassee. Um, to complete dishes and delicacies, aperitif, one of your favorite words, crudité, cassoulet. So, um, I really don't know a whole lot of them words. <laughs> what English lacks in words for dishes and delicacies, it more than makes up for in words uh, to do with the end result, eating and enjoying food. So expand your vocabulary as well as your Yule hole. What's <laughs> yeah. a Yule hole? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe we'll find out. I want mine to stay exactly the way it is. <laughs> your Yule hole? Yeah, I don't want to expand it. I don't expand it for nobody. <laughs> I think it's your mouth. Oh, wow. I don't think it's your butt. You know what? <laughs> They need to change that word up. That yeah. word's not delicious. I didn't write it. I'm just reading That's it. That's not a delicious word. So, um, today's word, you know what junket refers to, right? What? Junket. No. Like political or press junket, trips for politicians or journalists um, <coughs> at another's expense for promotional purposes. What? Wait a minute. Junket is a word? Yeah, it's, it's a one word of these, now. It's like it's, press junket. When you say word now, you mean like it wasn't like a word? Like its meaning has changed centuries later. 
but I'm sure this article will explain how that happened. Yeah, I don't, I don't know <clears throat> if it's a word now. I've never heard anybody use it now. No? No, oh, it sounds Well, like, hey. All right, well, let me hear some more. See, I'm not just, it, you know, that's why it's uh, food facts, right? Yeah, I'm well, learning I'm just trying to expand your mind. So at one time, I'm a junk... I'm you all. <laughs> at one time, a junket was a vast merrymaking merry making feast or banquet. Food and drink were consumed in large amounts, and uh, it's the 16th century use of junket to refer to a dainty, sweet treat or delicacy. So it changed from meaning like a party to like meaning a trip. A what? For a, a trip. What do you mean a trip? I just read that. It's currently used to refer to political or press junkets, trips for politicians or journalists at another another's expense for promotional purposes. It doesn't say how the word changed or evolved. Okay, but it means that... Um, it's Originally like, meant. Yeah, like food stuff, but now it's like Yo, let's go to that big junket on Friday. <laughs> yeah, it sounded like it meant party, but then it like narrowed it down to like something else. Mm -hmm. <coughs> What do you know about bouffage? Bouffage? Mm-hmm. Um, I like the way it sounds. <laughs> bouffage. Well, how about this? It's an old French word from the 17th century that means uh, any meat that is eaten greedily that fills the mouth and makes the cheeks I'm too swell. Greedily? Greedily. <coughs> what? <laughs> greedy, like ah, rah, 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 greedily, greedily, greedily. <laughs> it's bigly, it's a bigly word. I don't what greedily. Mm -hmm. I didn't know you could greedily. <laughs> <laughs> yep, <coughs> makes your cheeks swell like a squirrel. Uh, you know what else you can call a large meal or fine food? What? Spreadation. 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 That was in the 19th century. Yeah, but I don't know how these are words. Like, these aren't <laughs> words now. Nobody's saying that. Well, I don't know. But, I didn't write it. I, no, I thought... I don't remember my lives, my past lives. So it's and not... When I said you. Okay, so, you know, I don't mean to get all spredicious, but... <laughs> <laughs> but these words, these words, people, they're just, like, throughout history, for 14 delicious words. Uh-huh. Not current work. Check. What am I checking? Make sure we're recording since we have problems. Oh my goodness. Yeah, we're good. Okay, good. 701. Okay, well, we've had problems before. So, yeah, uh, you know what else was a good time for eating meat greedily? You ready? <laughs> I think so. In the 18th century, you would have said waffle frolic. Waffle frolic? <laughs> Man! That shit, waffle frolic. <laughs> you know I what? I want a t-shirt that says waffle frolic. <laughs> yeah, listen. Now that's one that should be back today. Like yeah. we should, we should be saying that. So, how do you feel about belly cheer? Belly cheer. Does um, that sounds like a good time? Yeah, belly cheer. So you like that one better than bouffage? I like saying bouffage better. Yeah. So, um, what's the difference between belly cheer and bouffage? It's a large meal or a fine spread of food. Yeah, well, what's belly cheer? 
Are these all the this same? This is all the same describing. Oh, these grand... are all synonyms for bouffage? Yeah, for a grand feast. Yep. So Because we... bouffage is French, so I just gave you it, the Wait English a minute. Is, yeah, but is bouffage waffle frolic? Yeah. It's the same shit? Yeah, just different centuries. Oh. Yeah. What? If somebody was like, yo, that waffle frog, be like, yo, that was so 18th century, now we call it spredation. Yeah, you so bouffage. <laughs> <laughs> you big greedily mouth filling. Um, well, you know, I guess I got a problem with spredacious and... Um, spredation. Spredation, meaning the same thing as waffle frolic. Mm -hmm. I want, you know, but that's, you know, that's one we should bring back current day. You want to know another word for uh, uh, overeating or eating greedily? Uh, absolutely. <laughs> Gut gully. Gut gully. Mm hmm Yeah. Okay, I can see that. Mm hmm It is the root of a host of gut gluttony. Gut foundered. Gut gully. And then, uh, yeah, so. You know what? I'm always thinking about, like, new words. Like, you know, things that, you know. Everything old is new again? No, not necessarily, but I just think about like all the, you know, the first time I hear like a new word, I'm like, hey, what's that? And that, and it becomes, you know, popular. I guess I kind of learn about them as other people do. But to think that we're losing words that we don't use anymore, mm -hmm. I guess it's probably about, you know, it's probably for every one you gain, you probably lose, <laughs> but you're only thinking about the ones you gain. You don't think of the ones you lost. Yeah. Oh, I lost my words. Well, no, I mean, like, you know, like sayings and phrases or whatever, or like generational, and then they kind of, they, they fade away, and some of them never come back. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, are people going to be, like, far out and groovy still 100 years from now? They probably won't say stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, you know. Do you think 100 years from now they'll know that fat, P-H-A-T, meant not, like, fat in your pants, oh, like a big, yeah. big fatty? <laughs> Like, there'll be some scientists and say, well, you see, they used a PH here, so actually it's good. It's an acronym for <laughs> pussy, hips, ass, and tits. So somebody would be like, what? What? That's not what it means. Pussy, hips, ass, and tits. What? Yeah, it's fat. <laughs> no. Yes. No, see, the whole history of everything in the future is going to be like WikiLeaks. And it's just going to be like, you know, somebody said some shit and then all of a sudden it becomes the fact. That is not what it stood for when it first came out. I, it just, you know, people wanted to spell shit different. That's all. Oh. And then somebody maybe did that later, oh. years later. Well, I and think, you picked it I up. I think to differ. Well, that, you know, I guess it's debatable, but I don't know what you would do on that. On our next episode, to, the origin you know, of... Wik Fat. Wiki it or whatever. I don't know. Wikipedia? So. But that's what I mean. But in the future, that's what they'll have to use. So it's going to be right, like, probably to 85%. But there'll be that 15 where it's like, nah, shit was totally made up. Mm -hmm. Not history at all. <laughs> so, um, did anyone in, uh, in the past, whatever, you know, could be school or work, whatever, um, like want to share your lunch or did anyone ever steal your lunch from the work fridge? Steal my lunch? No, I don't think so. Um, maybe there's some mix up some accidents or something, you know, it's like, Oh, I had the same type of yogurt you did. My bad. Mm -hmm. 
you know, um, but uh, trade, I used to trade lunch, mm-hmm. or at least to, see, that's a thing. I don't know if I remember in the commercials where, like, they'd always try to, like, trade lunch and the cartoons and the things I used to watch, mm-hmm. or if I actually did it in school or not, but it was, like, back then, you know, you, you, you know, you could buy lunch, right, but then, like, you could also, like, see what everybody else brought and see if you want any of that and try to make some deals. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yo, I got this, I got this, you know, chocolate chip cookie. Okay. You know, well, <laughs> let me get I, that banana. I, I get what you're saying. So uh, <laughs> have you ever been to a smell feast? A smell feast? Yeah. No. Yeah. So dating back to the early 16th century, yeah. a smell feast is one who is apt to find and frequent good tables. Or in other words, a scrounger or moocher who steals your food or expects you to feed them. You know, I think that that's just where, like, you know, they just took two words that they had, threw them together, and, you know, created the word, word, you know, like belly cheer or whatever. It's like, well, feel good, belly, belly cheer. That's the word. This fucking Your smell fest. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yo, we're going to go down to the smell fest where we go in there and we smell the food. You know what I mean? Or whatever. Well, I think... They just kind of like... Remember when Bugs Bunny would float through the air? He was on his way to a smell feast, I bet. Yeah. Yeah. So it so was kind of like... maybe the smell brought, you know, these uh, moochers and scroungers over and they were like baby birds, you know, like... Yeah. Feed me. Their milkshake brings all the boys to the yard. <laughs> so fat. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> did, uh, did you ever groke? Groke? Yeah. Well, you know, before I met you, there was a time where I was groken. Okay. <laughs> I don't, what does it mean? You well, it means to stare at someone intently and expectantly, expectantly, hoping they will give you some of their food. Oh, the I'm groken. The dog gro- is a big grope. <laughs> Yo, the dog is, all he She's does the queen is queen of grope. Grope. as fuck. But, yeah, no, I've done that. I've looked at some nachos you've made recently. Mm-hmm. And then, like, you know, if I give a look here, maybe I'll get one of them things. Yeah, I do a little bit of it. Mm-hmm. But, no, dog is uh, definitely the king of that move. So, one thing you are not. You are not a Lenard. 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 No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not. Lenard. So, a Lenard is the last member of a group to finish their meal. It's an 18th century dialect word from England. Traditionally, the Lenard... That's the talker. Lenard would have their tardiness punished by being made to clean up afterwards. Oh. Uh, so it'll be the last to... Uh, to finish, finish. eating, they yeah. gotta clean up. I don't know if that was the case, but I could tell you at like Thanksgiving, nobody was lasting as long at the table as Grandma. Like she was oh, just yeah. leading the way with sitting <laughs> and talking, mm-hmm. and she'd like be on her first plate and still like had only taken like three bites, and I'd already had like my second and half plate. Yeah, and I was like, all you right, you were running your bread through the gravy up at that point. Yeah, like I was pretty much done, and you know, she was just you know holding court or whatever <laughs> and just talking and stuff. And you know, I was younger, so I went and watched some TV after a little while, but yeah. Nobody could 
could uh, could outlast her. Mm-hmm. Like, could be talking about getting dessert. She's still on the like eating the dinner still. Yeah, I was like, it's eight my o'clock, mom, Grandma. Yeah, my mom was a slow eater. What's that about? I don't know. My dad would be cleaning up the kitchen, and she'd be finishing her first helping. That was their their uh, so Leonard. Their, their duty. Mom would cook and dad would clean up. Well, Nancy and I would clean up. So it's not the fear. I, well, you know, still, well, I don't know about the cleaning up or whatever. Like, so, that didn't, that wasn't a factor. Well, okay. So this is kind of out of order, but uh, Tarnisher is an old Scots and Irish dialect word for a huge meal. So that should have been up there with, you know, the gut gully and yeah, to, the, uh, to, spreadation. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why they threw yeah, that in last. Yeah, this spreadation is a real tarnisher. I'm, you know, on a main, like, I'm going to get full twice up in here just from looking at it. You know when you get so full you can't even, like, look at it? It's like, just get it out of my, I can only want to look at it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's not a good feeling. Okay. Well, <laughs> here's the thing that, uh that you do a lot and I do sometimes but um so um did you ever have a a post past a post past yeah it's one word post I mean down in the paint <laughs> I hit you know <laughs> hit my man on the post pace and he pull up shoot a jumper <laughs> we win the game <laughs> I don't know what a post past is so it's a small snack eaten immediately after a meal oh um so an antipast well, is eaten as an appetizer or a starter. So this is, you eat and then you eat again. Yeah, it's the food you eat after the food you ate. But the definition is clearly like a snack though. So it's not like you can go get a second plate and come back to the dinner table. That's not that. It's if you like, you go back to the kitchen and then fix up something small and take it on the go. Mm, like to maybe. the couch or something. That's a, a post-pass. Post-pass. Yeah. And anti-past is appetizer or starter. But then, a forenoon is the portion of the day between waking up in the morning and midday, which makes a forenoons a brunch or light snack taken between breakfast and lunch. A forenoon. So you want a forenoon? Has some eggs. I guess back then, sandwich. you know, I, I guess back then, like, you know. You're probably getting up at. 5 a.m. Yeah, well, that and, you know, there was a whole different, you know, kind of schedule to the day. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like breakfast, noon, you know, dinner at the, at you know, 8 a.m., noon, 5 o'clock, you know what I mean? They had whole different schedules going on back then. So, yeah, I could see, you know, waking up and being like, yo, I need my, I need my midday 10 a.m. snack. Mm-hmm. And having a name for it, that makes sense, I guess. But now it's kind of more conformed. So, um, a lot of times, I'm not sure how to say this, but uh, a lot of times there's a Rasazi. <laughs> Rasazi? Yeah. <laughs> Rasazi all up in your body. <laughs> <laughs> it's either Rasazi or Rasase. Rasasi. 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 R A S S A S Y. R A S S. I even like to spell it. R A S S S S Y. No. R A S S A S Y. R A S S A S 
so what was it? The waffle, <laughs> waffle what? Waffle frolic. Waffle frolic. Yeah, this is a good one. So rasazi. <laughs> rasazi. <laughs> you gotta say it like that. I don't know how to say uh, it. It doesn't. Co- it doesn't have a uh, enunciation. It doesn't have enunciation. No. So it's uh, <laughs> to rasazi someone is to satisfy them with a great meal or else to satiate someone's hunger with food. Hmm. But I mean, like, that means you're out there Rasazian or <laughs> you are the Rasazi. Like, I mean, I like. I Rasase as the cooker and you Rasaseeve. <laughs> <laughs> you Rasase and I Rasaseeve? Got you. Yep. I'm sure it's exactly how it was used. <laughs> um, so here's one it says uh, the English lexographer, uh, Thomas Blount. Lexographer, <laughs> Thomas Blunt. Yeah, that motherfucker. <laughs> this word didn't seem to have uh, caught on, but the uh, the English dictionary, the Oxford English dictionary, dictionary unearthed n- no other record of the word. But that doesn't say it isn't worth remembering. So this word is uh, it usefully describes any meal or plate of food that's cooked or thrown together in haste. So it's probably like take the scraps and put something together to eat right uh, it's an adjective it's you know why it didn't catch on it's an ugly word spustic spustic and now we just call it leftovers it's like oh we're having leftovers because mm-hmm. if you was having spusic you'd be like no <laughs> I don't want that yeah yeah it's like digging through the fridge I thought like, they're supposed to be delicious words well that one isn't no yeah so um how about swage? S-W-A-G-E. Swage. Yeah, swage. I can swage on them. <laughs> <laughs> can be used to mean to take in food or to let your stomach settle. Most importantly, to relax after a yeah. good meal. Just on my swage. <laughs> <laughs> get my swage on. Yeah. Girl, I ain't doing those dishes. I gotta get my swage. Listen, next Thanksgiving, I'm gonna try to use every one of those words. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So speaking of swaging, what a better place to do it than a trick triclinium. 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 Yeah, it sounds like <laughs> something with an itch to it needs a cream. But a uh, triclinium. Triclinium. Essentially means three couches. Three couches. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Tri- yeah. When the tri- fuck am I ever gonna be able to use that word? <laughs> so <laughs> That's why it fell out of fashion. Uh, yeah, right. So a triclinium was a Roman dining room or dining table at which guests would not sit on seats or benches, but rather long couches or chaise lounges. Yeah, I'm with that. Mm-hmm. I, you know, lounging or whatever. But I mean, like, who's got three couches? What if you went to... I like... guess there's some people... Wait until somebody has three couches. I'm gonna. I can't wait to use it, but it's gonna be so rare. What if you went to like Raymore and Flanagan? You're yeah. like, yo, show me your tracliniums. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, I mean, this thing's packed. Tracliniums. So here's an Italian word. So you know the uh, feeling of drowsiness that follows a big meal. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it... So that's abiaco. 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 So, what, what what's the the tryptophan or whatever? Yeah, well, that's the hormone. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
That's the hormone in the protein that makes you feel sleepy. So that tryptophan abiaco effect. Abiaco. Yeah. I like that. Abiaco. So um, have you ever heard of un sagne d'alamande? Un sagne d'alamande? <laughs> no, I don't believe I have. Oh, it's slang. For what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, um, to have a German bleeding, a.k.a. Sagne d'Allemand, is an old French slang term meaning to loosen tight clothes after a meal. What's this about bleeding Germans? Though? I don't know. Say it again. To have a German bleeding... Or un sagne d'allemande is an old French slang term meaning to loosen tight clothes after a large meal. I get the, you know, the whole, you know, unbuckle the jeans or whatever the fuck, you know, after the thing, Val Bundy type of <laughs> deal. But, um. It's based on the hardiness of German cuisine. Oh. Uh, I just don't get the bleeding thing, but I. I don't know. I, it it seems like it, you know, was fun to say. Mm-hmm. Un What was it? I don't even remember what it was. Un sagne d'Alemand. Un sagne d'Alemand. Sagne. Sagne. <laughs> so I'm not really sure how to pronounce this. It's either Ivic or Ivic. <clears throat> but it comes from the Canadian Inuit. Uh, I guess they're native Canadian uh, Indian. I'm not sure what they call them there. For the grease that's left on your hands after eating with your fingers. Inuit? That, that, no, oh. Ivic. Ivic? Yeah, either Ivic or Ivic. So that KFC Ivic. Ivic. Yeah. Finger licking. You know oh. when your hand turns orange from the Doritos? Yeah. That's that Ivic. <laughs> that's not grease. Yeah. That's cheese oh. powder. Wait, wait, it has to be a grease? It can't be... It says grease, yeah. Isn't all words just slang? I mean, at some point. Not the. Not the? Not a. You sure it's not slang or something? (laughs) (laughs) No, it's fat to death. Like, as soon as they dropped a on them, it's like, man, come on. You talking that street slang around me? (laughs) So, uh, ready for number 14, the last one? Yeah, you know, it seemed like it's been more than 14. No. So about that yule hole. Yeah. It's not your mouth or your bunghole. What is it? (laughs) (laughs) So obviously it's a useful word at Christmas time. The yule hole is the hole you have to move your belt buckle to after you've eaten an enormous meal. And if you don't, you're not doing Christmas right. So that's your yule hole. <laughs> it seems like it gives you all the yeah. <laughs> Let me just uh, adjust to my yule hole. <laughs> I don't know if I could say that during Thanksgiving, but well, it's Christmas. Oh, it's Christmas dinner. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, what? What? I mean, why would it have to be? It could be. What if you just brought that out at the Christmas table? Does it, like, is it ah. specifically a, a word that has to do with that holiday, or could it be a word used it just with said, the meal? What? It just said you'll hold. You're not doing Christmas right if you don't move the whole of your belt over. Yeah, but I'm saying like it means you hold in July too, right? Or no? That'll be your July hold. 
What? No, I don't think so. I'm just That'd saying. Be your picnic hole. Does the word can the word only be used at Christmas? Or yes, because it's Yule hole. But that just Tur seems turkey hole. No, Easter I, hole. I vote that that's not a picnic word, hole. That doesn't. If you don't get to be a word just <laughs> at one holiday. Well, Christmas is a is a Christmas word. You don't say. Yeah, you know, I know. Unless but you're it, saying Christmas but, in July. I know, but you. It still means Christmas, no matter when you say it. Well, then Yule means Christmas, no matter when you say it. What are you talking about? I'm talking Yule. about Yule hole. What, Yule log. If you eat too much Yule log, you'll have to move your Yule hole. Yeah, I know, but does Yule hole still mean Yule hole <laughs> in July? If I say Yule hole, does I does it still count? I think I'll know what you're saying. <laughs> but I, everybody else is gonna be like. What? <laughs> yeah, I know, but they wouldn't know any better in December. You know, what I mean, they're still gonna be confused. What if you went to work tomorrow and you saw one of those guys that you know has the Dunlap disease, their belly Dunlap over their belt? Uh huh. You'd be like, dude, you need to loosen up your ghoul hole. <laughs> you think you'd get a punch? <laughs> no, what? No, ain't nobody gonna punch me for nothing like that. No, I know. But um, <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, if. If I'm if I'm if I'm using the word correctly, then then I'm all right with it. Okay. You know, I'll say it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I'll try to drop in a waffle frolic every time I can. Yeah, that waffle frolic, that was a good one. Man, what's that other one? Bomb Sayers or something? It was like <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I closed the uh, the article. I don't I don't remember. Yeah, well, you're gonna have to remind me all the words. I'll probably forget them all tomorrow. Okay. That's all I got for today. Oh, Still I should good. stop. Oh.